0: And welcome to the Diablo Podcast, your home for Diablo diehards, tryhards, casual and hardcore alike. I am your host, Xanth, and I'm joined today by my lovely co-host, Nineball. Oh, hi. And noted streamer, noted whale, noted crow eater, uh, and notably present, nerd words. Hello. Uh, and we are, of course, brought to you by PureDiablo.com, your home for an ever-growing community, an expansive wiki, and, of course, this podcast. Uh, and as we are recording, it is January 21st, Leviathan. Uh, it is the two days uh, before we are getting uh, Season 3 of Diablo. And uh, Pure Diablo should be your home for Season 3 news and events. The team behind the scenes is... Vigorously updating, I'm sure, as they're trying to also edit this podcast uh, to get you the latest news, builds, guides, and everything related to season three. So, once you are done listening, take a trip on over and uh, help enhance your season three experience. I didn't write that down. I thought that was a pretty good, but I think you're <laughs> welcome, Rush. Um, Definitely. Thank you, thanks. Rush. Yeah. Th- I mean, th- thank you for everything you do, but also pretty good on my part um
1: <laughs> so we
0: are two days away from season three um the season of the construct and i i think uh it's important to let nine ball get his victory lap in so last <laughs> you did last, it last you did it buddy yeah yeah last podcast we speculated a little bit on what was going to happen um and you were fucking right. So, uh, you know, take your moment.
2: Yeah. It, it's funny because what was it? I remember, I don't remember who I was talking with, but I talked with somebody at BlizzCon when they went through and showed it and it's like and it looks like one of Zoltan cool shadow portals in the background and then it was just kind of like came to me. It's like no one's talking about like we've had this teaser image since November and like no one no one's talked about it or anything. Like no one's trying to take guesses as to what like the the seasonal theme is going to be or anything like that. So, sure. Why not? I'll take a shot. I'll do this. And, hey, you know, for me, for me, the biggest thing actually is just the fact that it was in fact a teaser image. Like they, they put information in there in that, uh, in that little, um, you know, uh, uh header or whatever that you can figure it out, you know? So obviously they've done that before, but like we had no idea what you know malignants were or what that that heart meant until we had the season itself. The vampire one was a you know a little bit easier to to guess, you know vampires are vampires. But this one was actually just cool because it's like you know something that's already existed in the lore, and you could figure it out if you if you knew what to look for. So yeah, I'm happy.
0: No you could figure it out none of us did so i'm
3: on his big brains
0: i know uh, as a result blizzard has announced that they are not going to be releasing any images until the week before <laughs> um so look what you did uh no that's not going to happen uh well, <laughs> well i don't know maybe it will uh, but you you did call it and uh after i i I've talked about it before. I really like that Blizzard waits uh, until about a week out to give us this information on the new season. I understand it's really hard to wait, but like I was, I was much more content to enjoy season two up until the announcement. And then once I once I know what I'm getting myself into, it becomes an easy break point. Like I'm gonna take a week off. Uh, I've been playing D2R lately, um, and then I can just kind of draw in as much information as we possibly can. So we get our announcement on Tuesday. We get the campfire chat on Friday. We get the power pa- on Thursday. And then we get the patch notes on Friday. So last week it was just eating up a lot of Diablo information. And that's kind of you know what we want to talk about today. Uh Tuesday was relatively light, right? We just got, you know, the season name. Limbell got to take his victory lap. Um, and then we actually got into the meat of it. We got to kind of suss out these details um, about our connection to Zilt and Kuhl, uh, about our Seneschal companion, and a uh, shout out to uh, Jen over at Windows Central, who called it the Sensual Companion, because from here on out, that's what it's going to be. Season three is the season of the Sensual Companion, exactly. and I can't, yep. I'm not going to dip into that French and say Seneschal. It is a sensual companion, and um, this might this might sell it for you, in other words. You can pet it. Um, you can pet the companion. So oh. I know when they announced that, you were very excited. Um, yeah. So totally. let's just go into initial initial reactions first.
2: I, I have one now question before them. that for you, Zamp. Yeah. So for your sensual companion, is this going to be the season where you start with a neck? romancer
0: oh my god oh my god neat that i didn't think of that love that so much
2: um, you're welcome you can keep that yeah. one too
0: that was good yeah, yeah. i don't hate it Fantastic. i don't hate it um okay so initial reactions upon seeing the season and we could start to dig into the actual uh, bits and pieces um what were your thoughts as you found out about uh, vaults, about um, sensual companions.
3: I was really excited. Yeah,
0: no, and and I saw
3: that same tweet from Jen, and, and now it's the same thing for me, too. Like, there's no way. It's just the sensual companion forever now. Um, No, I was, like, the ori- an original trailer was really cool. I thought it looked good, but it was, like, when they posted, like, the deep dive, like, you know, videos, like, seven minutes long or whatever, they went into some of the systems a bit more, Then I started to get, okay... This is a little more than I even looked like in the trailer. And then when they did the whole live stream, like, wow, like there's a lot to unpack there. Um, I'm very excited. And so, like, to kind of come back to your first point, I'm actually disappointed they waited this long to tell me because this is a season that I would have, like, requested off work from. But it's but the last couple seasons, while they were good, like your know, season two is good. Um it wasn't worth like really like taking PTO um uh, you know and really like dedicating like a week of my life like okay I'm going to really grind it like I've done in the past. This one feels like it might be I'm definitely hyped enough for it too, but now I'm stuck and I have to work because I didn't get it early enough notice to, you know, take off. So that's probably on me more than anything. But very very excited right off the bat and obviously anything with zoltan cool and I mean the the mages uh I'm going to be excited, right? So there's going to be some lore tidbits in there that I'm really excited to unpack as well too, but really 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 excited
1: yeah and um
2: everything that i've seen so far i haven't uh i haven't like deep dive into like the nitty-gritty like in the 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 patch notes for like what all of the stones uh do you know the upgrades and such how you can actually like tune your companion but it seems as if it like it scales like one to one so it's actually going to be like as powerful as you are and it has like a lot of like really cool Um, almost, like, Diablo 3-esque, like, runes that you can do with, like, multi-shot and stuff like that that look um, interesting with how it could potentially, like, um, uh, affect, like, your abilities. Um, But, uh, yeah, it, uh, I really uh, like the concept behind, like, the vaults, like, they're doing something different, like, you actually uh, have, like, a whole new gameplay mode. It's not just, um, you know, What was one of the jokes it's like the next season is just going to be you know orange helltide zones um that this one is actually giving you a different type of dungeon and that you can still just if you want to you know um just force your way through the whole dungeon ignore the mechanics and such kill everything uh but you're better rewarded if you actually take your time to avoid the traps you know and actually you know interplay with the mechanics and such so Uh, Looks pretty cool. And uh, seneschal is yet another word that I learned in Warhammer uh, before Diablo. So I look forward to uh, what other, uh, uh, you know, old school army term that they're going to go through and pull in for the next season.
0: It's entirely possible that you should just start uh, looking through all of them, find another obscure French word, and then it'll be it. So we've talked just briefly, there are a lot of moving pieces, Uh, moving pieces in this new season, but the biggest is this companion. So let's start there. The thing that really struck me with this companion is the complexity of the system that is there. That you are going to have the option to choose how you want your minion to operate. And then being able to augment the skills that you have equipped to it in various in various ways. Um and I said a pre-show. And I'm gonna say it here, this is what I want paragon to be. I don't the more I've been playing, the less I have liked the Paragon system um it just the disconnect between one to 50 and the skill tree and then immediately i have to shift to this new board it it feels so off of what my skills are and the choices i made early on whereas what i'm seeing on 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 my sensual companion is the ability to take what I could have had in one to 50 and start to alter and change it in a way that would be really cool from the build that I've already chosen. It doesn't mean that the Paragon system doesn't have some choices. And obviously I'm choosing boards and what have you, but it doesn't feel as much as what I was seeing on the Sensual companion. And we're gonna say that a lot. So already in this episode, I'm so sorry, how many times we're gonna say seneschal and sensual. Uh, and if that is a triggering word for you, you may as well tune out. Uh, <laughs> but with your sensual companion, that ability to augment those skills in those kind of cool ways and then level up the the gems that are doing it is really exciting to me. It. And it made me think of, like, how great would that be to go into the actual skill tree and be able to do that with, you know... Um, thinking of a druid like a tornado now there already is a way on the tree to add an extra tornado some of the time but wouldn't that be better suited by something like this that i'm actually making active choice i'm leveling it i'm making it happen Uh, that would feel more like a skill tree and skill choices as opposed to the current system that we do have now that is a bit of a tangent from the actual companion itself, but it was something that, that's been a little you know somewhat ruminating in my brain and I've had no other place to express it. Um so am I right? Yes. I also said this a year ago.
3: Um because that's exactly I, what I, I said, right? The para- as, the paragon system. As soon as Zant
2: said it, I saw your smile. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Cause like literally it's just full circle for me. It's exactly what I what I what I said when when even before i got my hands on the game just looking at it was like okay we have all these elaborate boards but like at the end of the day like it's the same exact thing as what the paragon system was in Diablo 3 there's more variety of stats you can choose but essentially like you've got so many points and you've got so many stats and you've got to find the optimal path right so you're either copy and pasting a guide from somebody and you're not even looking at it or you are looking at it and it's just like overcomplicated for no reason it's not that it's bad because there's some cool stuff in the paragon boards and and i don't dislike the progression but you're right like having 200 whatever 225 points to go all the way up the board so you gotta okay wait i need exactly 34 more points to get this to this to this node the right way the way that i want to go so i need you know it's just like it's just so complicated but not complex right it's complicated it's not complex it's so it's just it's frustrating but no i agree i mean i agree with you and the companion looks really cool because i mean i think that's the the real question here isn't, like, how bad the Paragon system is. It's it's how cool this looks in comparison to what we've had. And it does. It looks really cool. Like, obviously, we don't have our, our hands on it yet. We haven't played with it yet. Um, I'm ex- excited for how I'll feel a week from now. You know, five, six days into the season, how am I going to feel about it? But I'm definitely really excited to get my hands, you know, hands on it for sure. And again, the idea of, like... The, the constructs of these mages um, is really exciting for me as someone who's played Sorcerer and Sorceress and Wizard, right, forever, that, like, there's a little bit to that there that I'm really excited about. And cool is just a, a cool mob. Huh. Not intended, but there you go. There's that too, so.
2: So there was actually a point during the, the very beginning of the developer stream where they're going through and they're talking about, like, the lore and the story. And they yeah. keep and they go and they start talking about the Vigerai and like oh you know and the Vigerai made a whole bunch of like arcane constructs. And I'm like wait no you're not you're not about to like have some sort of like massive retcon because they just keep they keep talking about the Vigerai more and more and then they yeah. start talking about Zoltan Cool. I'm like please please do not say what I think you're about to say and then they're like but you know Zoltan Cool wasn't a Vigerai he was Inead, and I'm like oh t- yeah. thank God okay yeah, right? D- yeah. disaster averted. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, oh, I was uh, I had legitimate concerns there at the very beginning of the stream. And I was like, are they right. they gonna start like doing some massive retcons? But then then they, then they, uh, then, they uh, then they hit that ninety degree turn and be like, oh, yeah, just joking. You know, gotta yeah, gotta admit, had me at the first half.
3: Well, and yeah. that's I think that's the thing too, is that like you know very similar to to being a Warcraft one, two, and three fan prior to World of Warcraft when you create a game like this you create so much more content like this, you're gonna have the world get fleshed out and some of that will come across as a retcon. Yeah. It might be detail we didn't have before or detail that's slightly been altered, but it's good, yeah. He he's already a part of the Herodric order. He doesn't need to also be a Vischera as well too, right? Like, yeah. like he's he's been involved with all of this with all of this piece these pieces across the entire millennia of Sanctuary. Um I am excited though to see the structure. Like the new monster family is really cool. Like I like the ro- the robots. <laughs> I'm really yeah. excited about those. Um, Your companion looks cool, but, like, the idea of this maze that wants to kill you and, like, having this demon infesting the walls and, like, the traps and everything, I think that's really cool. I will tell you, though, I do, while I am excited for a different way to play the game, and the vaults look really interesting, I constantly bitch and moan in other games about there being too many platforming elements. Like in the Star Wars Jedi series, I really liked the first one, Fallen Order, or wait. Yeah, Fallen Order. I really liked Fallen Order. But there was so much Mario in it that it kind of, like, I did not like that as much. Like, the platforming and the climbing and the going over here. It's the reason why I don't play as much Zelda anymore. Uh, Platforming has just, like, been a thing that I've not enjoyed as I've gotten older. But in this context, it being Diablo and the uh, WASD changes, like, some of those things could make it for some really interesting, like, movement things in Diablo we've never really seen before. Um, So, I don't know. I'm curious to see how it plays out. But I am apprehensive Um. about the platforming. (laughs)
0: I want to, we'll come back to WASD or WASD in in a second. Um, to add on to your point about like the traits. So in Path of Exile, there is a specific uh, part of the game called the labyrinth uh, that you need to do in order to unlock your ascendancy, right? So you have to do it three to four times, depending on how many of the points you're to get. Uh, and when it first came out, brand new it was exciting it is very much more trap based and that's what i kind of thought of when i when i saw this expansion or when i saw this league come out the problem with that and i think you kind of hit on it nerd words is the novelty wears off real quick where like all right i can dig with this trap Right. in, in Path of exile it's, it, it's fun more deadly though eventually you can trivialize it like with any arpg eventually just scale out of it but right. on the novelty of it off, often, eventually, like, he was like, oh, I'm just going to have to deal with so many traps, and, and that's not as fun. So I do anticipate there being, you know, a decent amount of complaining down the road as people are leveling up the third or fourth characters, like, I don't want to deal with these traps anymore. But the fact that it's an option, uh, that's the biggest part of the Path of Exile, is it's required to get this part of your character you don't have to do it here which i think is a, a direction that diablo has been doing a lot of great things with same thing with the campaign the campaign's awesome but hey you don't have to play it anymore you know, you you get through the prologue now just click skip uh, so i do like that that is uh, an option if, if people are just not feeling the slower pace of a, a trapped based dungeon
3: yeah excited for the variety just don't know how i fit yeah. into it right yet you know that that's it that's it it looks cool though. It does look really cool.
0: Right, so I want to dovetail for a second onto Wasty. Uh, so we are getting uh, WSD removed from that. And my question for you guys is: Is that something that you're going to use?
3: Yes, absolutely. Probably One hundred percent. It depends on how it interacts. But like, like if you think about micro movements and you think about like, there are there are games that that have a focus on movement and there are games that have Different movement options that come in that change how you play a game. Like, for instance, as a sorceress who teleports a lot, what does adding a tap strafe like to A or D or W at the beginning or end of teleport do? Right? How does that interact? Right? Am I able to make like teleport micro movement and then teleport right in a different direction? Like, how can I utilize that? Um, It really depends on on how it works, but I'm intrigued to at least try it for sure. Like, I'm still going to play the way I normally play, but there might be moments where like a micro, like, oh, I just need to creep up a little bit, like WWWS, right? And then just then teleport or something else. Like, there could be uses for it. Um, Again, akin to another game, I, again, I've mentioned it before on the, the podcast, I play a little bit of Apex Legends. It's the same thing, right? Like you use mouse and keyboard, but by having like crouch set to like different keybinds on your keyboard, you can kind of do different things in the game because of it, right? So we'll see how it plays out. I like the option. I think the option's cool.
2: Yeah. I mean, that, that's how I, like, I don't see myself using it, but hey, more more accessibility options better, right?
0: Yeah. They actually have fully transitioned to just using a controller, Uh, I have found my PlayStation controller to be just it feels like the best version uh, for Diablo, which I I really did not think I was going to get to. Um, I was mouse and keyboard this this whole way through this series. And, you know, like when I would play on PlayStation, like, of course, I have to use a controller. And then when I was doing um, the Necromancer in season two it just felt so much better on controller than when I was on the keyboard. So I, that's when I started plugging. So when I'm on my PC, I, I just plug in the controller and go with it. Uh, so like WASTE doesn't affect me as much because it, it just feels so right. And that also feels so wrong.
3: Well, yeah, but you also, I mean, that kind of makes sense though, right? Because on a controller, you have direct control, direct input equals result, right? Like on the the isometric top down, like, like genre has died off over the years because it's just not a po- not as popular as you know direct control you get from a controller and even Diablo three and Diablo four saw that with the introduction of controller play and a lot of people play with control a lot of my friends do too you know a lot of streamers do like um, and it's totally viable for sure I still am an old an old head and mouse keyboard all, all day for Diablo but again you know the ability to like you know put little taps into my movement might be useful like i can still click to move but then use that for some more like intricate you know things so i, I just i don't know i'm excited about it i think it's cool um and it's, i don't think it's going to hurt anything right yeah. um but like what is a rogue that has dash and like multiple evades also able to do with like micro movements from like an evade standpoint or these vaults right like where you could like really move around stuff really accurately and i think that's
1: pretty cool I see it as a
0: total win for everyone. Um, so good on uh, Diablo for bringing that uh, to the forefront. Let's go back to our central companions. Guys. We can't <laughs> just leave them by the wayside. Um, I think there is, uh, for me, in looking at the season, I'm very excited to get that little guy going. Uh, no, I'm just getting my central companions. <laughs>
3: You can't Come call him on, a sensual on. companion, and then also say you're excited yeah. to get him going.
0: It's yeah, just, uh, mixed messages, man. Yeah, I'm I'm aware on that one now.
1: <laughs>
0: Thanks, Jen. So the the lead up in in season two, you know, you, you just got to to get going. You got your first blood power, and then you could unlock them pretty quick. Uh, obviously, the best ones were. May at the end, at the end of the quest line? Mm-hmm. Uh, metamorphosis rip. Uh, also a sad thing now. to not see
1: for now, uh,
0: yeah. Until they added a pair uh, of unique uh, boots later. Yeah,
2: see. I was just about to <laughs> say a pair of unique boots of you know vampiric <laughs> swiftness confirmed, yeah,
0: right. Uh I was a little sad to not hear metamorphosis at least be like hey it's our permanent evade now but whatever that's that's a conversation when just, we get to patch notes
2: just add iframes uh, that's all absolutely really all it is yeah
0: yeah that's that's it but uh i am excited to get that get that guy off the ground and start building on as i'm building my character uh, and looking at just the different combinations currently my plan Uh, like many others as i'm going to start with a lightning druid Uh, typically i end up starting lightning anyway with a druid it just has a nice feel to it when i when i get a a druid off the ground because it doesn't require as much Um, and you know that that new unique looks pretty nice so Uh, that's my current plan but then being able to combine that with with the companion uh, to also do additional lightning or in, in the case of hardcore to help provide barriers that are going to hinder uh, incoming attacks like this just feels like a kind of new way to level characters that'll be exciting and then knowing that i can change up that companion each time i do it to find a, a more optimized route um because I, I probably will die as long as it is expected in hardcore but like leveling it each time doesn't feel as it may not be as laborious as what we saw with the vampire questline and having to frequently get the blood. I'm sure there's gonna be some points of friction. Um, but it's new friction. So I am very much excited for them. And obviously seeing what that does for the for the gameplay because those vampire powers, uh, when I first saw them, I was not blown away, right? I was right. not like, oh man, here we go. Uh, everybody was way more excited for the Ubers, right? And for having right. a clear of, uh, of item farming that the season itself was was more tangential. I'm like, hey, you can go kill some vampires, but that's gonna build you up to get to all the new stuff that we have entered. Um, I'm more excited now to get this companion going, and we know that there is some secret, you know, uh, super powered. Uh, companion uh what do they call them uh i'm gonna call them gears uh that you can equip That um, what there is one that we don't know but we right. know there is one that does grant plus four bonus and... tuning stones that's it there,
1: there's there
0: is one types. that grants yeah uh there is one that grants plus four to all skills so basically a shako for your sensual companion um I'm excited to, to to kind of seek that out, and that there is that level of power that is that is uh, attached to this.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of stones, and I've like like nine. I've gone through some of the patch notes, um, but they didn't have all these listed in the patch notes. Um, I think the blog post has as much as we can see right now, but. Um, I know that there's you know there's a lot to unpack with those things and like how it evolves over time. Like what is it like at lower levels? What is it like you know mid game? What is it like very end game? What are you using it for? What do you want to use it for? Like it seems like it's going to be able to add a lot of power both to your character and just in and of itself doing its own damage and CC. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see how it plays out. That paired with like all the other elements coming this season and the you know just the meta shakeup and changes with the bug fixes that needed to happen and things like that. Mm. Um, I'm very, very, very excited. I'm honestly more excited for this season than I thought I was. Um, but the you know, it's the the season of the mages. I, I don't like I don't care about the con- like season of the construct, it's the season of of the magics. <laughs> I'm excited.
2: As as a like necromancer, down, we'll see, I'm we'll I'm that. not quite as excited.
3: Sure. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes
0: sense. We we will get to that. Um So, one thing I've noticed, and we talked about it last podcast, and just briefly, you know, in, in the last few minutes, last season launched in two ways. We had the season mechanic, and then we got, hey, we are going to shift up you where know, you find items. They're going to be, we're going to have loot tables. And everyone was excited for that. And I've already seen it start to happen that the big fatigue of this season is there wasn't that big shakeup. People were upset of like, oh, it's just a robot pet, nothing else has changed, so on and so forth. And then the criticism that I said was probably going to happen of like, hey, this is the same team that did season one, um, so season three is not going to be good. I think that is an unjust comparison. This season does look much stronger than yeah. what season two was, was bringing on yeah. paper, right? Um because we mm-hmm. don't think that you know Uber durio beast Be zero right those were not separate to the season, right that that was just everybody gets that, yeah, the season is the vampires. This has got so much of in the ways of the vaults, the likeron central companion um mm-hmm. that. It feels very big to me, and I can see where some people might be upset. We know that season four is going to bring an item rework, right, which is always uh, going to be a little bit more exciting. Yeah. But to me, I'm more excited for season three than I was season two.
3: Yeah, I would say so, which is why I'm disappointed that I've not taken off work for it.
0: I haven't either, but I'm just going to play a boatload.
2: <laughs> I
1: I've,
0: I
2: sleep. I, I took some time off of her not Diablo related.
1: No. Well, you'll
0: hopefully be able to find some time in there.
2: We'll, we'll see.
0: <laughs>
2: it's going to be rough well, being able to just have to sit on the couch for a couple of days.
1: Yeah. Somehow. Will I, whatever will do. I do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, But I do think it is uh, an unfair criticism against the team because this uh, this does look like a pretty solid season. But if we're going to talk criticism, the criticism, I think, stems more from what happened on Friday than Thursday. Uh, and from years of Path of Exile, this is something I notice pretty frequently, is the day of the announcement is hype. The day of the patch notes is dread. And then uh, foreboding doom for the franchise, right? The the patch notes in in looking them over, uh, there are prognostications about what's going to be best, and then of course what's going to be worst. And I just want to say, I don't have any fucking clue, and I don't think anybody else does. Exactly. Um,
1: yeah.
2: That, that was actually uh so there was one post I saw on Reddit that had put together like all like the top like streamers and theory crafters their thoughts as to what would be the most overpowered builds going into season two. Now to give them credit, the ball lightning sorcerer is based purely off of a bug, so that 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 is unknown information that no one could have figured out. Um, you know, but no one guessed Hoda, no one guessed Barb. Like Barb wasn't even close to any of like the top builds you know, that was out there, and it ended up obviously, like, taking over. Um, So, it was uh, it was very interesting seeing what a lot of people had assumed were going to be the top, and then what it actually ended up being there. I, right. I, yeah. And that's,
3: is, like, I've had the same, like, I've had friends ask me that, too, like, oh, what are you going to play? Like, here's what everyone's saying, and I'm like, dude, I don't care what everyone's saying. Like, one, I always play Sorcerer anyway, so it's yeah. just going to be, there's not really a lot of option for me, that's what, what I'm going to play. But, um, no one knows how these these companions are gonna change the game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like going from season one to season two, there were changes to the the damage buckets, there were changes to the game, on, on massive sweeping like levels in a lot of different regards. Um, and then they added in all the vampiric powers and all that stuff too on top of it, and then they added in the boss ladder, right? And then the new legendaries. And the new, like, I mean, every season you could like throwing it's like throwing a dart at a dartboard like there's no way in hell that like most people are going to be able to accurately predict what's going to happen i'm sure people out there will get it right but like because like one of my buddies said that rogue is just doomed it's just doomed there's nothing being rated in s tier and i'm like dude shut up like give it give it a week like in a week someone's gonna figure out the sauce like yeah. it's gonna happen right and if it isn't right it's still gonna be able to compete and, and do what it wants to do among other Rogues anyway, which is the whole point of the class identity. I don't know. People are way put way too much stock in like that shift because we don't know what it is yet. And I, I think that's exciting because like last season, I went in wanting to play something a little different on the Sork than what I had been playing the first few seasons because I leveled with Arclash, um, and then we went into the season and I leveled as Ice Shards, um, which I had fun with, and then like we kind of realized the mistake they had made with the ball lightning enchantment. And it was like, Oh, wait a minute. And then it just, you know, so I went back to playing that, but it was really strong. Um, there's no way to know what, what else could break this season on top of it too. Right? Like we're talking no. about what the patch notes look like. We could very reasonably see a bugged something else that pops up that, you know, but uh, I'm just really excited to see what it is. Um, I think that everyone else is just trying to figure it out. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna take or put too much stock in it until we actually get our hands on it.
1: Yeah, I'm not
2: I'm not putting uh, too much stock into what what people are saying is gonna be like actually like S tier or overpowered. I do unfortunately agree with a lot of the takes on the uh, the massive nerfs to uh, Necromancer um, that yeah. they're going through. That is just kind of like you know, I I love shadow builds and stuff like that. Not not necessarily like specifically like Infinimist which a lot of this seems to be targeted towards, and they there were some buffs to like try and go through and make like to try and make like shadow builds more like debuffy and push a little bit more towards like the double curse you know aspects. So they're trying to make that one that one work so that way you like have there's already an aspect out there that is like if you have both of your curses on a target they take increased shadow damage, and now they're making Iron Maiden just deal shadow damage uh, flatly um instead of physical and so there's there there might be some play there and such but just like uh the the kill that i mean they they didn't kill but they they heavily nerfed uh the desecrated um corpse explosion, not just the damage but mostly the um uh lucky hit chance that a lot of the shadow builds uh you know kind of like are breathing on you know they 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 that that's kind of like one of the lucky hit generations is like the the big thing that pushes those builds forward. Um so yeah, it's not looking good. But hey, you know, they didn't touch Bone Spear. Uh and they right. buffed and Again. they buffed <laughs> Yeah. And they they buffed Bone Spirit so stocks and Bone, you know? I'm gonna go gonna go play with my boner with my sensual companion <laughs> on my necromancer. <laughs>
1: Wow. Love it um no i think this you, is what you've
2: made me they, do Xanth. Uh, this yeah, is i'm sorry this is what
1: you've made me it's, do
3: you've made it jen's yeah honestly
2: uh, yeah um, just just to make it a pleasant experience for everybody tyriel's wings there we go
0: hey it's been a while um that
2: way rush can suffer with us
0: yeah good for him uh i think you you do bring up a good point uh, Although, in looking at the patch notes, one of the growing criticisms is the the necromancer class, right? Um, and it's it's not unheard information. I think there's been general critiques of how necromancers have been put into the game, um, kind of since release. And correct me if I'm wrong, because you know I don't follow necros as much, but uh Macro, I'm boy, uh did put out a pretty solid 40 minute video detailing the the patch, what he saw and what he was thinking. And obviously he's got a great mathematical mind. He was able to kind of break down all the numbers in terms of how it might affect. And you know, he was able to, you know, get me off the ledge about Infinimist and, and, and thinking like, oh no, it's still doable, it's still doable. Um, but it's harder, right? Yeah. Um and the, the general criticism is that this was already the weakest class. Uh, if we use of ear as the measuring stick for Chanel, you know, a class can handle itself. Necromancer had done the worst out of all of it. In fact, I think the highest it had cleared was a tier 23. Um, and, and it could have been 22. So I, I might be misquoting there. but significantly lower than everybody else who had already done 25 and up. Now granted some of that was your, your own arms, your ball lightning sorks, your shred turns, right? Interactions that they've tried to scale back in this patch. But in scaling those back, they didn't bring the necro up, it appears currently. And that's without seeing how the sensual companion might be able to elevate it. But the Companion's going to bring up every class. If the Necro is still already the lowest, every class goes up, but the Necro's still at the bottom. Um, There was a genuine genuine hope in the community that Season 3 would bring perhaps a new look at Companions uh for both the druid and the necromancer. Necromancer probably being the more important of the two.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I will point out the druid has a whole wheel of companions. Um, so maybe we deserve it too. But that did not come to fruition. Um we have a, a companion focused league season. Um but nothing has happened to the companions that that any of the characters carry. And and the devs know this. It has been brought up before. They they, uh, they
2: buffed the uh, iron and blood golems.
0: That's
1: true. yeah.
0: Those yeah.
3: They
1: buffed they buffed um, all the
3: conjuration spells for sorcerer, which is not companions, but technically you're summoning an ice sword, a hydra, right, a lightning yeah. spear, and they move around for you. And yeah, no, it kind of checks out.
0: Yeah, so I, I can see where if you are in or main. This league may not be as exciting. Now, it's not to say that, again, we were two days out. Plugment, yeah, Plugment's around the doom and gloom of the classes is, is ill suited just due to the fact of how wrong we were about season two. Right? Um, yeah. Barbs are on life support in season two. Wrong. That did they not happen. Literally the best class in the game. I, I, right. And,
2: and I still feel really good about my. uh my um guess last episode
3: that barbs are going to come out on top yeah i do too uh, yeah. yeah even with the changes to overpower and all this coming yep i agree
0: i agree yeah take another take another victory lap and i'll take the l on this one um i was hoping <laughs> that there might be a nice necromancer swing it does not look that way but we have you know three months to find out um and who knows i i think uh, you know coming back to what you had said before uh, her words, about like the, the comparison of you know not worrying as much about what other people think there also isn't an abattoir of zero right. to like push a character well beyond its limits so most characters even with a, a less than stellar build should still be able to hit the benchmarks that we would use as success um getting into the upper level mega you know, dungeons perhaps even 100 um the, the vault and the new boss, uh, are not geared towards that upper echelon. and and Duriel is very manageable by most uh, builds anyway. So even with a reduction, you know, like for the Necromancer, should still be able to kill Duriel. Should still be able to to do all the traditional farming that that we would be expecting of of a class. And is that not a measure of success?
3: I mean. It- I guess everyone has their own internalized like benchmark, right, I would say. But, I mean, it could do 99.9% of the content, and the only content it can't do is the content that most other classes also could not do. So, I mean, like, you even said Ball Lighting Stork for 25 Avatar. Yeah, like, five of them in the world, right? Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. like there was, like, hundreds of them like there were Hoda Barbs. It was, like... Tons of hoda barbs, and like there's a lot more than five, but there was a very small amount of people able to do it, you know. Um, it was very tough, but I think that that's something that everyone should really like look forward to in this season. You know, we're gonna have the gauntlet, we're gonna have those weekly leaderboards. And while you know, how much, however much stake you want to put in that, like from a competition level, there's going to be like tuning dials that are put in place because of those leaderboards, right? They're gonna see, okay, Sork and Barb and Rogue are clearing. 40 levels or you know 40 points higher or 200 points higher or whatever it is than necromancer is right so obviously there's something we've got to do here it's going to give them more data it's going to give them more avenues to explore those things and they have been consistently buffing companions for necromancer now it's not enough not nearly enough uh, but they've been tuning knobs every single patch there's been a little bit here and there right um but yeah, it's just not quite there yet. It's not quite there yet. But in, in you know, Adam mentioned it in the live stream as well too. Adam Jackson, he mentioned it as well too. They're continuing to look at it. They don't have anything they're ready to announce right now. But um, it seems like it's the the loudest sect of the Diablo Di- the Diablo community right now is really clamoring for that. So I anticipate some big changes coming. We'll see how it plays out though, right? Because who knows? There might be a tuning stone on the companion that makes. Minions do 400% X damage. I don't know, right? Like we'll see, we'll see how it plays out. Um, I doubt it, but there's there's probably some stuff in there that's going to help them be a little better. And they definitely got some buffs, so we'll see how it how it lines up.
0: Here's to hoping. Um, so you know we commiserated a little bit with Necromancer. Uh, let's shift to classes that might have a little bit more rosy outlook in um in Season 3. Uh, for one, I don't think Druid is going to jump to being the, the creme de la creme, right? They look, here I am. Toss it out French. Um, I don't think they're going to be the best the clubs because Lightning Storm's a weird skill to begin with. Um, it's it a channeling fast, skill, right? right.
3: Fast. Yep.
0: And I think I think they will do just fine. I think um, you know, we've already seen that Shred is going to not be the 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 build de jour. God, I I am slipping into front. I can't help it. it like what's happening English to me guys? Uh, <laughs> so it won't be the the uh the S tier build that it is now and Avatar's not there, so it doesn't matter. But um I I think Druid's gonna stay steadily in the middle. Uh, it will be a perfectly fine and enjoyable class. The new Unique is going to shift up the Lightning Storm a little bit. Right. And I'm personally just looking forward to it. What I did have my eye on, though, was uh, Sorcerer. So, Sorcerer, it looks like it's shaping up in, in a cool direction. And at first, when I saw the item with the meteor, I was like, okay, all right. All right. But there's a lot of theories floating around right now on, on how this could just basically be turned into almost an infinimist like um, yeah. character with meteors raining down constantly. That sounds pretty awesome. Uh is that what you're gonna do, nerdwords? Is that your source or is that your build take?
3: Um, I we'll see where the season takes me. Like I would I'd like you know, you said you were gonna start as a lightning druid, um I don't really go in with that mentality. I'm going to play a Sork, and I'm going to let the drops come. And whatever the drops come is what I'm going to focus on, right? And then when I reach a point where I can pick what I want to, I'm definitely going to try out that legendary or that unique. Because, I mean, removing the cool or removing the the mana cost from Meteor and giving it a cooldown with the amount of cooldown that, that we can stack, even with the nerfs, is still going to be really cool and really impactful. And then you factor that in with the buffs to Conjuration spells, like, again, Hydra meteor or sorry, Hydra, um, no, lightning spear, um, and uh, ice blades and then you factor in like some of our passives that boost overall damage for the amount of conjuration spells you have out, like you could very easily pop ice blades and hydras and all this stuff everywhere and that's gonna make your meteors even stronger. Right? And then you can run Inferno and you can channel and now we're playing Diablo three again, right? We've already got a Tower <laughs> ring instead of a set. Right? Now we're playing Diablo three, we're dropping meteors and we're channeling spells to make those meteors stronger. Um, so I am a little hesitant to go back to playing the same thing that I'm literally playing in the Diablo 3 season right now um, but meteors are really cool I love blowing stuff up and it's it's not ball lightning right and I've been playing ball lightning for a minute so um, I've liked every iteration of a sorcerer I've played in Diablo 4 so far even when we got nerfed and gutted even when we had a bugged ass ball lightning I've had a lot of fun um, I'm going to find something that's really good and really fun I'm sure um, I hope it's Meteor, but, you know, you never know. I mean, Hydra might end up being the shit next season. So um, I always leave myself open to those things because, I mean, with the companion and how your conjuration spells stack with attack speed, there's a lot of things that could change. Um, really just depends. But definitely going to cast Meteors on someone at some point during the season, for sure.
2: I uh, I have a, a friend that normally goes through and starts the season like a week late just because it's like, he just wants to play whatever's pushed, like whatever the crack build yeah. is. He doesn't tell me what he, to
3: play team yeah, team. yeah.
2: He does. He does not care about like, he has no loyalty to any class spec or anything, but he was looking at the videos on the, the, the meteor Sork and is like, I think I might play that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, yeah that, that definitely has a lot of people talking.
3: That's for well, sure. It's a gorgeous spell. It's always looked cool. Yeah. Um, and Blizzard has always fucked it up. They've always like had a really hard time with getting Meteors to be good. Um, in Diablo 3, they found out how to do it. Just make it to where you can just cast them all the time, constantly, and they do, like, 20,000x damage. And then, hey, we're good. Um, you know, I'm curious how it's going to play out in this game. Because, for me, again, my, my favorite thing to do in Diablo 4 is PvP. Well, Meteor sounds great for dungeon content. But trying to hit a rolling-around-ass Barber Rogue with a Meteor i nope kms that's why like hydra uh frozen orbs really fun because of skill shots when they hit feel mm, chocolatey um you know there's there's a lot of elements there but like again it depends on what your benchmark is if your benchmark is doing the vaults then i'm gonna run an oculus and flame shield and teleport through every goddamn trap in the game with immunities and not drop my warding right immediately what i thought of right was like depends on how uh, you know it depends on how those vaults play out um if it's PVP then I'm probably going to play a hydra build or a, an orb build of some kind. Um if it's, you know, pushing high content, if there's a reason to push that content, then maybe it'll be meteors, you know, we'll see. Um I'm just really excited because at least for now, <laughs> it seems like ball lightning's getting fixed to the point where it won't be dominant. Um it'll still be really good though. It's still going to be good. In
1: terms of a shakeup,
0: one that stood out to me was rogue.
1: Yeah.
3: Wow. It's about goddamn time. That's only been bugged since day one of the game being launched. But yeah. So,
0: yeah, the, the big thing is that the, the interaction of twisting blades has been changed. Kind of the go-to skill for rogues since the beta,
3: right? Especially and for I, leveling. Um,
0: uh, And it seems like the devs are trying to push a little bit more on both. Uh, I'm actually using the ranged part of the rogue class, which was always the thing that intrigued me most about it, was using more bow skills, much like a, a rogue in D1, uh demon hunter in D3, Amazon in D2. Uh, hearing that actually, like, it, it's got me thinking, like I would maybe dip my toe. I didn't play really any rogue last season then i might after the druid pick this up and see how it goes i'm really interested to see what somebody like woody uh, does with it because uh, if someone's gonna figure out the most overpowered Push the boundaries
3: built, yeah, yeah yeah for sure
0: it's going to be him and i'm I'm very excited to see where this goes and uh to see it break away from twisting blades because that play style just never intrigued me i didn't want to do that but again like we are all kind of somewhat pseudo slaves to the meta if it's the most effective for leveling or for whatever it is i'm probably going to default to it Uh, i'm in i'm intrigued to see how that class kind of shakes up and and what it brings to season three
3: yeah when i played a rogue preseason and i leveled as penetrating shot and it was admittedly like at level 40 or 50 or something like that, I switched to twisting Blades Cause I got the legendary power and went, Oh, holy shit. <laughs> like, so like, <laughs> that's the thing is like, people are like doom and gloom about that, that being changed. It's really that. And then the, the bug with poison imbue got, is getting fixed too, which again was one shotting Uber Lilith since the launch of the game and just got fixed now, <laughs> right? <laughs> like it's been nine months over, or it will have been. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, but at the same time, like there's a lot of doom and gloom about the rogue and about those changes right now. But at the end of the day, we're still gonna watch Woody competing for the top spot on the hardcore ladder yep. every fucking week on a goddamn rogue because something else is gonna be good and there's a high skill cap in this game. Like your ability and your ability to read read what's happening in front of you on the screen on Diablo and react to that um, means something in Diablo Four, which is really cool and really good. Might not be to the level any of us quite want it just yet, but it's it's very very good. Um, so yeah. I don't think there's any doom and gloom that should be going out, even for Necro, right? Like, the, there's definitely some changes that need to come and need to happen, but something's gonna shake loose. And Bone yeah. Spear is still one-shotting Gobrilith, right? Yeah, so it's like yeah, to it. it's like basically. It's like, to see, yeah, I want to actually play Bone Spirit, um, because that looks like it could be getting some fun changes, um, almost like that sh- that shotgun blast yeah. uh, kind of play style. It seems pretty cool. Um, I always I... play Sork, but I'm gonna level something after, so we'll see.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing, you know, like the the changes that they made to Bone Spirit, and like it's like one of those ones that if like you go through, and you you test it out, and it's like good, you know, it's better than okay, it's just good, but it's not like yeah. one shot Lilith type uh, deal. Then then you like you swap out two pieces and you play Bone Spear instead, then you one shot Lilith, right. and you're and you're good. Right. You know, it's like it's like one of those ones. It's a nice easy fallback, so I do appreciate that at least um yeah you know at least but like sometimes on the... you want
3: to summon stuff and have them murder the screen though i get yeah. that right yeah for, for sure
2: i i want to i want to be, be able to summon it is funny because um there are minion builds for necromancers that can also one shot well yeah um yep. but it's just it's a lucky it's a lucky hit it's a lucky hit build. right that's it you right. don't feel as if you're actually like playing a minion build it's just okay you know i use I used something with a very high lucky hit chance. It procced, and yeah. then now all, all the ring of Mendelin procs go off, and I one shot Lilith. Yay! Uh, doesn't doesn't feel <laughs> doesn't 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 feel like uh, an actual minion build.
3: Well, and minions still get trucked, right? Like the higher the yeah. content, like they still get trucked, and then that's a problem as well. They got to fix that. But yeah, except in, know, like, like said,
2: except apparently Avatar of Zir. So people were going yeah. through and doing tests, and it's like. There was something about scaling in the abattoir that the necro minions became like unkillable.
3: Yeah. Whether
2: that's a, a bug or something or something that they're testing, I mean, no idea.
3: Assume it's a bug. Yeah. All yeah,
2: right. Were <laughs> they scaling the yeah, same there's... rate that the monsters were? Um, right.
1: But that, know, I think that, that's, that's just that's, that's just Diablo 2.
3: Your yeah, sc- the skeletal you
2: minions go. scaled with your difficulty.
3: <laughs> yeah. There you go. But yeah, I'm, I think the the thing I'm most excited about for Diablo for Diablo in season three is just like right now I don't know what the landscape looks like in several different regards, right? Like what's the what's the best companion builds and and what variations are there to that? What's the best group builds? Um, how's the group? Because this that's something we haven't talked about that's going to be huge is that like Diablo three was Diablo three, and then when Greaterus became a thing, that's when like the group the four player group meta with ZDPS became a thing. No one was running ZDPS before leaderboards existed, right? But now if we've got four-player leaderboards, okay, is there a form of that that comes into this game, or how does that work, right? How is that going to work long-term? So I'm really excited to see how that shakes out. Um, and then, you know, as always, always hoping for some sort of 2v2, 3v3 arena in Diablo, I would love very much.
0: Maybe one day. Keep waiting.
3: Maybe one day. Um,
0: so oh, no, we'll they, skip they, over... I
3: don't, ha- I don't have hope for that because in the live stream they literally said that PvP objectives just aren't being done. So like even on the live stream they almost it was almost like they were like trying to walk back some PvP stuff. They didn't say that, but in my head, my internalized canon, I went, "No, some of us love the PvP stuff. Please give me more of it. Just don't make it required cuz people like to cry about it." So
2: It it's one of those ones where it's actually kind of funny because like if you literally just wait like not even 2 weeks into the season besides the one like this season to get the Liliths chosen or hatreds chosen and having like the uh the the 10 kills the without buff, dying yeah. yeah um collecting collecting the shards of the uh, hatred it's is one of the easiest objectives
3: for right. completing the season right cuz no one's out there yeah right?
2: like there's literally right. nobody and when i went through and did it there were other people out there and literally we all just avoided one another because we all knew what we were just, doing. Right, just, <laughs> <We're> just yeah.
3: <laughs> well, and, and, and as someone who likes to PvP, yeah. like, I can count I maybe three times all season I actually got Hatred's Chosen because there just wasn't exactly. enough people. Because if you kill the same person over and over again, you don't, it doesn't stack. Like so, when you kill someone one time, you get a point for it. But you kill them again, you get half a point for it. You kill them again, you get like a third of a point for it. And after that, you don't even get anything. So like, if there's one dude running around out there, I've got like a point and a half for an hour, and I'm just like, this is so boring and pointless, and I don't know why I'm doing it anymore.
0: Uh, I will, I, like, I was able to get all the shards of hatred on hardcore. I turned play off, and it was totally thing, fine, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. you can
2: you can you can turn crossplay off, yeah. So that way, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: And you could if especially if you're playing like on a console, then there's like a lot. It did, of sorry,
3: wait, is crossplay re-enabled? Can you crossplay again? Because I like I was yeah. checking the other day and I still couldn't do it with my girlfriend. Then I must have something yeah. wrong in my settings. I must figure that out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, try clicking the crossplay button. I did. It was grayed out. It wouldn't let me. I got to figure out why. Try again. Um. But you you can't do it in game. You have to log to the, the home screen. Yeah. That oh, that's sentence. probably why.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Look at me with all my technical knowledge. Um, have so... you tried
3: unplugging it, plugging it back in?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's skip Barbarian because they're going to be just fine. Charge. Um, charge. Yeah. Just charge is going to be sure. busted as hell and be
3: fast yeah. as hell and something, again, they have so many goddamn item slots, it, they'll be fine. They're going to yeah. figure it they'll, out. They'll, like it's going to be
2: fine. If you're playing a barb, <laughs> okay. you're good. You're fine. Yeah. Don't. Yep. Uh, it might be charge, It might be. Might be something else. It you, might still be Hoda, right? Yeah. Like,
0: it, might, it, it, yeah. Might, it might still be Hoda. Yeah. Who knows? It might. It might still be Hoda. We'll see. Um, just,
2: just, just scream. Click a button, and then watch the uh, the screen die. It'll
3: be yeah. fun. It'll yeah. Be you, be
0: fun.
3: Bring back the healing bar from D2. Yeah.
0: You're gonna be okay. Um, let's let's end with uh with leaderboards because we've we've danced around them. What are your thoughts on it not starting with a leaderboard? Uh, I get the justification behind the devs saying like we want people to go in and experience the season, Um and then we're gonna we'll drop them later on. But like part of the fun of starting a new season is a little bit of that Rushing race, right? Yeah. Uh, so in the past couple seasons, uh, the folks over at Diablo Builds have done a race to world first, right? Um, And there's some exciting parts of watching people hit level 100 in in such a short amount of time, and I guarantee it would be even faster this go. To not have that, like when it's going to be built in to have a leaderboard, just seems weird to me.
1: Well, especially
3: because you would think it it wouldn't take, I mean, look, again, I'm not a developer, but you would think it wouldn't take much to put in the game. Like, even if it's not something they want to do long term for like, for whatever reason, like adding like just a first to 100, top 1000, hit 100, and that's it, leaderboard, is, it feels like it should be easy. I mean, again, I don't know that it is, but you would think it would be if if D4 builds can do it, right? Like if, if other sites can do it. Um, you would think that Blizzard should be able to do it relatively easily. Um, And then they can still do the gauntlet and the other stuff with that too. So you have multiple different kinds of leaderboards. Um, I also loved like in in Diablo 3, the the feats for like the first to do speed demon and like things like that too. Like that's really cool. Um, But so I think that like, it'll evolve. I'm okay with it dropping mid season though, in this regard, because it's, it's something you're going to, you're going to take your built up character and go into this gauntlet, which sounds really cool on paper. I wanna see how it plays out, but like the gauntlet seems like it's like the idea that you don't know what you're gonna see when you go in there and you don't know you know, all of that seems really interesting. Obviously you're gonna learn it as you go, it's almost kinda like a rogue like, right? You do it, okay, I got this many points, now I'm gonna go back and try to I'm I'm excited about that. But it's weekly which is what I'm worried about because I feel like because there's not it there's one every week and it changes every week, that sense of like Okay, well this one sucks this week, so I'm just gonna wait until next week and then oh now that one sucks and now there's two weeks where I don't care and I'm not playing. Um We'll see though. I don't I don't know, right? That's just speculation. Um I would like to see a leveling leaderboard though too, even if it is like something that fills up in a day, right? Like it's still like even in Diablo three, right? First a seventy leaderboard would still be fun to see. And again, feels like it should be easy
2: yeah i I think uh, so a lot of the a lot of the the things I've seen about it are like you mentioned conquests and I think a lot of the a lot of the disappointment that I see about like rushing for those objectives um is that uh, people were I guess maybe expecting conquests again, which is not what the the gauntlet is and right. i I definitely I'm fine with it not being like active like the first week because it gives you something else to focus on. Like, I, I say first week, but they haven't said when it's going to turn on.
3: it, you know, probably be it could mid-season, be season like, the mid-season update.
2: I hope that it doesn't take that long, honestly. Like, I'd be fine with, like, one or two weeks, you know, just so that way yeah. like it gives people the chance to go through, get to 100, you know, start getting into, you know, like, the, the build, boss ladder build your loops. power. Yeah, yep. that you, you've you got your build online, you're all set, you're ready to go through, and you've I've got my character built, I'm ready to test it, you know, yeah, I I don't need to wait even even me being you know uh rather casual I don't need to wait three weeks to have like my build
3: online or a month it'll probably be a month it, and a half yeah six weeks uh three so, month season
2: yeah because I I I think that's just that that's uh you know a little bit too long you know for it to matter I, that would be sure. like. It'd be like one of those ones, yeah, that'd probably be like the Avatar of Zier, that that would pull me back a month and a half in, in order to go through playing. But, but for how long? Yeah. Um, yep.
1: Yeah. It's a, I, th- I think... I th- oh, um, I, <laughs> we're
0: gonna get better. Um, so, I I think, like, in looking at it though, like, there is that excitement of you know, maybe not even a one to 100 leaderboard, but have them right there at the start. So you can start seeing people's names start slowly creep in to the gauntlet, right? Like that would give me a little bit of motivation. Like, oh man, I got to pick it up because I'm not even ready to, to get there. And yeah, maybe I did miss the first week and I missed the second week, but now I need to get there on the third. And even if it's kind of crappy, I know there's competitions that's got two weeks and I want to get to four, week four, or week five. Right. Uh, i could see it working in the opposite direction of like you know i've been waiting for this for for too long i'm or as opposed to like it's it's a go and hey week one there was like two people on it only two people made it um what's week two gonna look like what's week week three and then you get like a whole season to judge that progression like but again it's the first season yeah, you know, it's the first season that we're seeing this there, there's going to be tweaks but for me that would be it would be more exciting to see it go live right away
2: yeah i i still think for me i think having it like the first week would be detrimental like for my play experience mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to have to worry about going through getting the character up getting it geared you know trying to farm hell tides get into the the, the boss ladder all the other type of stuff and and then also having to spend a dedicated amount of time, having to learn the map, uh, and like the 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 playthrough, the style, and all of that other type of stuff. Like I'm I'm fine with having having the preliminary, you know, giving me, giving me my trial run, giving me that week, and then actually start the competition like the the week afterwards. Because yeah. then, then at that point, because then at that you know it's always gonna be the person that has the most time to play the game. You know, yeah. but like if you go through and you do it at that point, then I just it's like, well, it's like what what's even the point, you know, at, at that because now I'm not even I'm not even starting the race like that that first week, let alone, yeah. you know, uh, actually being able to, to compete. But like, even though I know I'm never going to be able to compete, you're not going to see my name on, those <laughs> right. sports, you know, but it's at the same time, I'm still going to do it. There's still rewards that you can get out of it without, you know, um, being and the actual leaderboard you get your what is it the it's the metal metal of
3: seal of worthy seal of the worthy you seal of the worthy yeah that's it yeah
2: um you know there, there's stuff that you can go through and still like get out of it and like the question would be is like can can i do that in the first week especially like you know again i know why they do like the tuesday season the tuesday seasonal launches you know, Why do they? It's, Cause I
3: hate it. I it's it's die. for
2: it's for like the the developers and you know workloads and weekend and all those type of stuff. I get it. I'm fine with it. I'm cool. Fucking sucks. We're, we're long enough, old we're old long enough we're long enough into the into the the video. We're not gonna be hit by the. I can swear now for the algorithm, right? Just it fucking sucks. Like Wednesday, <laughs> you know. If you can't if if like you still can't do it on like a Thursday, like a Friday. I know Friday's out of the question. Thursday is pushing it a little bit too much. What about a Wednesday? Like I, even a Wednesday I I would did, be better. I,
3: I didn't know those were problems because like it's legitimately it screws me up bad. Like yeah. I can't like like I can't commit. I mean like I, I'll just have to play it in the evenings, which is fine, and I definitely plan to, and I plan to like play every evening during the week. But yeah. like I really like it on a Friday. I get off work, right? It starts up around seven in my time, at least seven you know seven central time. Uh, So I can, like, you know, kind of come home from work, unwind, right, get the the whatever, and then I could just, like, fucking grind, like, all weekend if I want to. And then if I take, like, a Monday-Tuesday off, I'll get an extended weekend, right? Or I could take the whole next week off if I want to, but, like, we didn't get the information ahead of time enough to take this week off, so now it's just, like, season launches Tuesday at noon when I'm at work, and so I'll be playing every night between 6 to 10 until the weekend hits, and that sucks. Like, I would have liked to plan ahead of that, but, you know, it is what it is.
0: I definitely do get the the development, though. Like, hey, we're going to go on Tuesday. If something is critically wrong, we've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to kind of fix it. Because yeah. coming from a Path of Exile Leagues, which launch on Fridays, there have been some leagues where it has been almost unplayable. Or Days. there's been some critical failures, right? And then you've, they're on the weekend. Yeah, uh, it, it is a lot harder for that problem to really be fixed when they're like not operating at full capacity. Uh, so I don't hate the Tuesdays. I definitely, I, I agree though. Uh, in other words, yeah, Friday is so ideal because it, it just works. It's you get the, the season can encompass the weekend. You're not going to have to go into work the next day and, and what have you um so it always does feel better but you know we kind of go back to like you know just general like the real people there that are making the game and if if this makes their lives a little bit easier and they're able to then keep making a good game i'll just suffer through it and play till midnight or 1 a.m on a tuesday
1: yeah
0: um which, yeah, get
2: up. Is, you know, it's like one of those ones. It's, uh, it's basically what WoW does. You know, WoW, everything always goes through, like launches on a Tuesday and such, you know, patch day, all those other types of things. And I remember in years past requesting, like, a, a Tuesday through Friday off from work, you know, just because a new raid drops or expansion or something like that. But uh, yeah. also in World of Warcraft, though, you know, the there's always a delay. So you'll have, like, the big, like, what, 10.2? And it introduces a new raid zone, but the raid zone doesn't come out until like a week afterwards or something along those lines. Yeah. Like it has like those, it gives you the the chance to experience the content, get familiar with any type of new mechanics and such. And then then we get to put in, you know, like then the, the, the PVP
3: season starts, stuff. the Mythic yeah. Plus season starts, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah it give, it gives you time to get acclimated in order to yep.
2: um, you know, then start, you know, I've done the content and now I can do the challenge, and so I'm yep. I'm fine. You know, like, but like I said, uh, there is of course even like a limit. You know, it's like if it's gonna come in a month and a half, that that seems like a missed opportunity. You know, if it comes in in like a week, if it comes in, you know, like not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after that, like in February, the first week of February, like that that'd be great. That'd be fine. I'd be I'd be cool with that you know uh going going two weeks in order to go through and have that start everything is still like high energy we've got the builds online you know and we're still we're still going through and playing so
0: selfishly uh i just want to see a bunch of hardcore players die quickly at the front end because they push too hard and then i get to catch up that's really the only reason i want it um that's that's how i have a chance
2: that's that's also how you know, you jinx yourself into dying
3: first. <laughs>
2: oh, right. Uh, I,
0: was there. I was like, from the
3: person who's died more than anyone else I know.
2: Yeah. That's uh that's um, some
3: bad juju there, man.
0: Yeah, more than likely. I, I, I was able to get the Druid to a hundred to a hundred this uh last season. It it'll be dead at like fifty two in season three or something like that. But that's okay. That's what I signed up for every uh, single time. But uh, coming back to the gauntlet, whether it's week one, week three, week six, I am excited for this again more new content, a different way to play, a different way to challenge. I love the the way that they've addressed fishing and that it is not going to be a thing Uh, that you're not going to have to continuously go in and out and try and find the best uh, situation for shrines and all that kind of stuff. And it's going to be static. Um, And this the the fact
2: this is what i wanted challenge rifts to be the uh, the entire time honestly this was, this was something that you know like leviathan and i had talked about on the west March workshop years ago like probably like damn near like uh like six seven eight years ago something along those lines was just like you know it would be cool if you actually had like you know because we were envisioning what like esports would look like in like in an arpg or diablo game and it'd be like yeah it it would be a greater rift that's custom like handmade you know in order so that way it's always the same you know in order to go through and actually like gauge like skill and how you could go through and do the how you could increase like your clear times but you know but uh then because the next step beyond that is then like adding in mechanics beyond just like killing monsters and filling you know like a, a gauge or you know, opening the chests and collecting points and stuff like that, actually having things that you have to, you know, uh, interact with to make it like a team event, you know, stuff like that. So this this is definitely beginning to the, the uh, seeing something that I have envisioned in the game for almost a decade. Um, so that, that's really cool. Can't wait to see how it comes out.
3: Yeah, when it, it, it's also it's akin to systems like the Mythic Plus system in WoW. Yeah. Um, you know where it's a stud dungeon that everyone can go do, or um, was it? I think strikes in Destiny as well. Um, um yeah. you know, just yeah, just those kind of like dungeon content that is static, um, but you know it it rotates so it's different and fresh, you know, every so often. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I'm gonna try it out for sure. We'll see how it goes. I'm definitely gonna try to push it. I don't I don't know how much I'll be able to compete, but I'm gonna try. We'll see.
0: I did really enjoy the quick view that we did get of it as well, like shaking things up of like a dungeon boss right at the start. And yeah. then what I really liked, and you know, they're talking about like, hey, here's a new shrine and it's going to resurrect everything. And then they obviously click it and it resurrected the boss. Um, and it's just like, the, there's a lot of layers there that I think it'll be interesting to see obviously at the top end players, developing those strategies of like, oh no, we want that boss. We're gonna kill him but drag him close and then we're gonna resurrect him and drag him around and like it, a, it, it's four a, man
3: group everyone run to different version. corners and pull all the bosses to the center of the room yeah. and then let's kill them and then let's respawn them and let's kill them again. And yeah I, who knows how it's gonna play out but it's it seems interesting. So excited
0: um okay so as we're getting here close to the end.
1: Uh,
0: I think is there something in D4 right now that you want to see happen? And we we know mid-season there might be something um, that doesn't exist that you would like to see.
3: I campaign for it every single time I'm on 2v2 or 3v3 arena. I so badly want that. Or 4v4 even, like four-man groups. Okay, cool, do 4v4 arena, whatever. Um I really want, like... Four people on this side, four people on this side. You have some terrain that you can L O S around. Otherwise, fight. Last one standing wins. That sounds like so much fun to me. No P V E like stuff mixed in. Um, just murder each other and then whoever like make it like a Mortal Kombat ladder that you like. You play a team, you beat them, you go to another team, beat them, you go to another team, and then if you beat them, you get like crazy good loot or something, right? Um, I don't, I don't know. You could have some fun with that for real. Um, but. I would absolutely love that. Um, I don't know how much of a demand there is for that, but PvP in Diablo 4, I've enjoyed a lot. I enjoyed it a lot in Diablo Immortal.
1: Um, I love PvP content, and I want more of it. That's it. Uh There's a giant
2: blank zone in uh, Hawazar that is uh, Ura. I want to go
1: there.
0: And like a true lore, mainland. um, for myself, uh, I would just love a way to notice on my friends list who is playing hardcore. I have no <laughs> way, uh, didn't they? <laughs> it did simpler they, than ours.
2: Didn't they add in a little uh, uh, modifier now that you can see people that
1: are hardcore, like a little skull?
0: Uh, I have not
1: noticed that.
0: I would like a more clear way if that's the case, because as I look at my friends list, I have no idea. And maybe that's the sign that none of my friends are playing hardcore. Oh, yeah, maybe we for, no
2: one's playing we, hardcore. We for, we forgot we forgot one of the biggest changes. They're adding in new emblems.
0: Yes, we oh, do yeah. get new emblems.
2: Uh, and if you don't know um, what that is, don't worry, no one else does.
0: It's it's not a big deal. Um but you know, this is a good time to bring up at the end of the episode that we are a Diablo partner. So if you are listening and you've got an answer to that question, uh, give us a, a post uh, on on the YouTube, uh, on PureDiablo.com, uh, and let us know what what you would like to see. And you know, part of that partnership is we can we can take some of that information and and share it and Maybe something happens. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know how important we really are in the the scope of things, but maybe. And uh, that's that's the fun part of this. So if you got an answer to that question, let us know. Sound off in the comments, and uh, you know, head on over to Apple Podcasts, and uh, if you want, leave a leave a kind review or a negative one. Um, you know, you're free. I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but if you want to do that, that would uh, that'd be cool too. Uh, outside of that. I think we should close the show as we always do with a moo, moo, moo.
1: Moo 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 moo. Moo